Hi everyone and welcome at the very first episode of Polychronic Podcast. As already mentioned previously, this is these are the series of interview podcasts with my friends, peers and colleagues from all over the world. And I'm very excited to introduce you my very first speaker, one of my best friends, uh, Nico. Hi, Nico. Welcome. Hi, Pauline. First of all, thank you very much for inviting me. Very honored to be here. And of course, very honored to be your very first guest. So I wish you a lot of luck and success with the podcast. And yes, I'm very excited for your questions. Thanks a lot. Um... So, first of all, I was thinking to start with questions which will help the people on the other side get, get to know you better because uh, there are some people who already know you well, like me, I know you since six years and I'm really happy that we keep going with our super friendship, I really honored this one. And uh, so the first question would be, can you tell us please where are you from? and uh, probably tell us about the city where you're from so that people who have, haven't been there yet can imagine and travel there with their mind. All right, so my name is Nicolas, as you said. I was born in Colombia, in the capital of Colombia, Bogota. It's a city in the mountains. It's a really high city. It's at 2,600 meters of height, so... It's very high, the, the air is very difficult to breathe, to be honest, for outsiders, but if you're born there, it's not a problem. <laughs> it's a very big city, there's 10 million people living there, it's very chaotic, as most of the big cities, a lot of chaos, lots of stress 24-7, and yeah, overall a capital, overall a very big capital full of good things or bad things, stress, but also lots of restaurants, lots of museums, um, surrounded by mountains as well, even though it's on a mountain itself. Outside Bogota, there are a lot of mountains as well. So there's a beautiful view from everywhere in the city. You can look to the east, no, sorry, to the west. No, to the east of the city, apologies. <laughs> and then you will see the mountains <laughs> everywhere you are. Probably 360, right? Yeah. More or less. More or less, yeah. All right. <laughs> Just with a bit of imagination and good drinks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can get 360. Yeah, I can definitely feel you in terms of chaos and in terms of um, how intense the city is, uh, same as Moscow. So I can definitely feel the rhythm. And probably one more interesting question would be, what is a typical morning in Bogota, like how people start their day, how it looks like. Okay, uh, in Colombia wake up, we wake up very very early in the morning when I was living there. I used to wake up at 5 a.m. so we started our days very early in the morning. Mornings in Bogota are rather cold. It's a city where the weather stays mostly constant over the whole year because it's close to the equator. But since it's uh, in the mountains, it's rather cold, coldish, you could say. Uh, in the morning, it's like eight degrees Celsius. So I always remember being very cold when I was going to school in the morning, <laughs> running, <laughs> running to catch the school bus. 
And yeah, overall, everybody starts really early, so the the public transport is very full from 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. onwards. Everybody has to go be somewhere on time. <laughs> and a lot of people are usually late because the traffic is a mess. <laughs> the public transport is not the best. It's it's all right, <laughs> but it's very unpredictable. So you have to be prepared for um, to be spontaneous and to react to the circumstances. Maybe traffic jam, traffic accident, mm. the, the bus is not coming. So people are overall very hectic and stressed in the morning mm. and just trying to get somewhere on time. Mm. That's how you get so flexible, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> you have to learn to be patient and just to roll with it, roll with the day. And yeah. in other countries, you, you can check your app on your phone and you can know mm. exactly when the metro is arriving like at 6 28 and 30 mm. seconds and then they arrive at the main station and then they have 25 seconds to go to the next uh, in line of the train and then you can plan everything perfectly it's not a it's not possible mm. in Col in bogota it's it's not like that mm. <laughs> yeah all right yeah, in some countries, in some countries, people have different uh, rituals in the morning. Like in Italy, everyone is trying to catch their coffee and croissant. Or in some countries, people run to get a newspaper. Uh, are there any rituals in Bogota in the morning? Well, coffee is very important for mm -hmm. Colombians, of course. So yeah, a lot of people drink coffee first thing in the morning. And a lot of people also eat on the street on the way to work or on the way to wherever they have to be. We have very typical snacks, like it's one of the most called arepas or empanadas. They are all sold all around Bogota in the corners in the traffic lights, for example, or close mm -hmm. to universities. So mm -hmm. it's common to grab an arepa or an empanada <laughs> on the way to work or yeah, <laughs> when you get out of the bus. So yeah, coffee is very important, and also some snacks, some baked empanada or nice. Power, yes. <laughs> so when I'm visiting uh, Bogota one day, definitely will grab this one. I oh, guess. definitely. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully with you together. Okay. Um, probably the other question which will help people to get to know you better, I believe it helps a lot. Um, what are you doing for living? at the moment and what are you up for like what's going on in your life well right now i'm finishing university i'm getting my master's degree by july hopefully mm -hmm. fingers crossed yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then i will i'm looking for a job right now i'm open for i'm open for whatever happens i don't have a strict plan right now so i'm looking to see what the market has to offer right now and just trying to find the best opportunities and just start working soon and yeah as I said I'm studying I'm studying mechanical engineering and I'm working right now as well at should I say the company I mean I mean it's okay or maybe that's this is, is a way we get sponsors <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm working at Siemens right now mm -hmm. so yes this is why I what I do mm. during my days either I'm at Siemens working or at, I am writing my thesis mm or just uh, looking for a job. This is basically the three 
top things on my to-do list every day. Fantastic, <laughs> but very intense though, because many people just get used to go to work and don't do anything else. So your life is very intense lately. So yeah. Yeah, right now yeah. it's a very busy time yeah. in my life. Mm. Yes, I, I enjoy being busy, actually. Nice. Yeah. I, Same as in Bogota, right? Of course. Maybe <laughs> I have it in my blood. Yes. <laughs> so I enjoy having something to do all the time. And if I don't have anything to do, I I find something. So right. I'm trying to keep busy and just moving all the time. Yeah. Cool. Thanks a lot. Um, a kind of tricky question for some people but I'm not sure that for you it's a tricky one as as I know you well I guess it will be a good one for you the question is do you already know uh, with what you want to connect your life with like is there any direction you want to to go at professionally or life-wise yes I I'm in the process of finding out what I mm-hmm. Getting to the to the answer right now, mm-hmm. slowly. And well, I studied engineering, but I would like to work with people mm-hmm. throughout my life. I'm not the <laughs> you could say the what's the word? Not the usual the traditional engineer mm. or the most technical engineer. Right. I, I enjoy that side, but I would throughout my career work with people because I enjoy talking with people. I enjoy getting to know people from all around the world and just I I get my energy from getting to know more people and talking and sharing stories and maybe grabbing some lunch and mm. just sharing just right just like right now and yeah. just sharing stories about <laughs> different cultures that fills me with energy so yeah. I'm trying to connect both sides of the equation like the technical engineering side mm-hmm. with the people uh, relationships side right so I'm trying to find a job in that intersection like mm-hmm. there are some possibilities consulting sales engineering mm-hmm. and all in that that area product management all this intersection between the technical world and the sales world i think that would be the ideal path mm-hmm. for me yes nice <laughs> fingers crossed I def- there is definitely something fantastic waiting for you i'm sure yes and if you guys are searching for a fantastic engineer with a great sense of humor Just let me know. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm assuming that this podcast is going to be for many years up, so I'll get job offers throughout my entire life now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks a Looking lot. forward, looking forward. This is the best way. All right. Uh, the question uh, to uh, kind of soften this uh, and uh, soften, but at the same time to finish up the the purpose in life topic is when you were 10 years old, what you were dreaming to be? That's a interesting question. I have, I don't have a, I have to think for a second to go back in time and see what Take I your like. time. It's okay. 10 years old. I was actually in Brazil. Wow. I was living in Brazil, so what were my influences then? Mm-hmm. A lot of music, because Brazil Brazilians are very musical people. Oh yeah. So that's when around the time I started to play piano. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of football of course. Brazil is oh. famous for the football. So I was doing I was playing a lot of football with my friends. Right. And yeah, I think if you would have asked me back then mm. I would have probably chosen one of those probably if, if 
music side. I'm, mm-hmm. I enjoy music every, a lot. And yeah, you play guitar, right? So, yeah, I, yeah, I try to to keep that side of myself active mm-hmm. even until today, playing yeah. guitar, piano. So if you would have asked me when I was ten, I would probably have said that I wanted to be a musician, a piano player. Wow. Yeah. This is fantastic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes it's, it's fascinating. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because back then I was dreaming to be a stewardess. The yeah. uh, the the lady on the board of the plane. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was a big dream back then when I was 10 years old. Yeah, that career would have been great for you as well. <laughs> yeah, I might be a little bit too tall for this, but <laughs> <laughs> But still, when I was 10 years old, I was not uh, 184 like now. So, yeah. I never thought of that. But, but no, no, it actually... Do... There, there are some conditions, yes. Really? Yeah, yeah, so there are some conditions. So tell you you cannot be as tall? Yes, 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 yes. I mean, the plane is not... Uh... Suitable for tall people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I have to uh, give the food and go down to everyone and so on. The neck pain. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? So interesting, okay. But music is fantastic. So going uh, to the next topic is actually music. Perfect. So it was a nice transition. Uh, so actually the question is, what kind of music do you enjoy listening the most? I enjoy almost every kind of music i i enjoy every every song where i feel that the artist has something to tell or something to transmit mm-hmm. it can be like any genre yeah. and it depending on what i'm doing i am also listening completely different things i think my, my spotify account has <laughs> never managed to to understand decode me like to tell me this is what you like <laughs> because in the morning i can be listening to piano tchaikovsky to concentrate on my thesis mm-hmm. and then in the and I'm like today we had sushi and then we yeah. were listening to Japanese yeah. ambient sounds and then maybe you go and then I'm gonna start listening to reggaeton <laughs> or maybe some salsa so I enjoy yeah a lot of genres I don't limit myself to one direction right so I, I enjoy a lot of things nice. <laughs> depending on the mood same here so we share many music tastes actually so we figured it out in the last six years very often we were like ah we know this one and this one we know ah yeah. mm, nice all right so uh, another kind of tricky question so if you would have a chance to write a song or a book about your life uh what title would you give uh, to it uh, oh <laughs> Tricky one. <laughs> and maybe a book would be better. Mm. A song, a book about myself. I would say. Well, if I'm writing a book about myself, it has to be something related to traveling. That's that's mm. one thing I enjoy a lot. Definitely. So it would be one book. Um, like something re- with traveling has to be in the title. I'm right now, thinking of my one of my favorite books. It's just called 198, and it's about one journalist mm-hmm. that traveled to every country in the world, and mm. then he wrote one page 
he, for each country that he visited. Oh, really? Like one anecdote, one story, one like not not a travel guide, just telling you where to go, just like impressions. Yeah, first impressions or wow. anecdotes or somebody he met, <laughs> something he ate, wow. some experience that. It's fantastic. Now I want to read it. So, guys, we got the the advice from Nico. Which book we need to read then? Yes. Cool. Should call the author and ask for sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> wow, great. Yeah. So, which which name would you give to your book then? Yes. So it would be something similar to that book. Endless journey. <laughs> Endless journey sounds nice. Endless journey or. Yeah, that sounds actually very nice. Journey, I like the word journey. Mm, so me too. Yeah. Maybe my journey. Oh. My journey. It's always good to have my something in the title. <laughs> my journey. All right. That's it. Okay. My journey. Okay. Cool. Switching to the next interesting topic, I think people can learn a lot about other people while talking about favorite food. And uh, let's start with ice cream. I mean, what uh, what is your favorite uh, ice flavor? Chocolate mint. Oh, that's my favorite. Is there any reason behind or nice memories? Mm, I've ordered that since forever. I enjoyed mm. it as a child. I don't know, something clicked the first time I mm-hmm. tried it, I think, as a child. It's strange because that type of ice cream, chocolate mint, it's either you love it or you hate it. Yeah. Like, there is no in-between. Yeah. So I think it clicked with me when uh. I was younger and then I, I just never stopped ordering it. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what should they bring next time. Oh, yeah. that would be, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is there any very special uh, f- dish which you can find only in Bogota which you love the most? Hmm. When you say when when I fly home, this is always the first dish I want to get. A really good steak. <laughs> this is something you can get almost anywhere, but mm, just but in a Bogota. steak that tastes like home. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, so maybe one really good steak. We have a kind of potato that only grows in Colombia. Mm, mm. The name is Papa Criolla. Criolla is a word for. Or it's, I don't know the whole etymology of the word, but mm-hmm. it's related to the origins, like the Colombian, mm-hmm. the, that region. So it's basically Colombian potato. <laughs> <laughs> and it's different from German potato, it's different from Russian potato. It's, it's just our potato and it goes well with steak. So I would have mm. one steak with that potato and maybe a salad on the side. Mm. We have really good vegetables in Colombia as well. So. Oh, yes. That would be it. A really good and juicy steak, salad, and Colombian oh, potatoes. Guys, are you also getting hungry? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, mean, I do actually now. <laughs> yeah. But we just had to have, have had sushis as though, but I'm getting hungry again. All right. Oh. Yeah, okay, then. Um, the, the one more question about food, though, to sum it up. If I now go to your fridge and open it, what will I find there? Mm. Or what do I what do I usually find in your fridge in the fridge of Nicolas Valbuena? What I always find must haves. Must haves. I guess avocado. <laughs> of course, why didn't you think of that? <laughs> we just had avocado sushi, like. 
Of course, avocado. Avocado is something that I love, and I always have to have avocados on my fridge, or either avocado or smash guacamole. Like I usually buy also guacamole because it's hard to get the mm. the good avocados in Germany sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so to be on the safe side, either avocados or guacamole. Mm. Also hummus is mm-hmm. something that I am really into right now, and yeah. Maybe those two things. I like to snack while I'm working. Either like having some hummus with some chips or guacamole with some chips or yeah, that's it. Nice. Thanks a lot. One thing I just remember, tortillas are now in my fridge all the time. That's true, tortillas, because I lived in Mexico for a while, a couple of years ago, and I learned the, the beautiful tradition of eating with tortillas every meal. So. As Mexicans, mm. they always have tortillas. Always, it doesn't matter what they <laughs> eat. <laughs> and now, on my fridge, you can always find tortillas. So next time, tortillas with chocolate mint ice. <laughs> Ooh, strange combination. <laughs> We need to test it. Yes. <laughs> you said you can eat with everything, so. <laughs> well. <laughs> I hope there are no Mexicans listening right now and thinking, yes. "Oh, what Shit. are they talking about?" <laughs> Oh man, okay. <laughs> mm. All right, uh, interesting question. If you were a number, which number would you be and why? Seven, but I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> It's my birthday, mm-hmm. 7th of August, and I don't know, <laughs> maybe that's why. <laughs> nice, well, this is also cool, I love seven, yeah. yeah. Yeah, does it uh, does it have any special meaning in your country? No, I don't think so. Like in some countries, you know, there are some special is a meanings. Lucky number, right? For in a many lot of countries, cultures. Yeah. I think it applies also to Colombian, but not a big, not a meaning. big deal. Like, mm-hmm. like it's famous for being a lucky number for a lot of people for some reason that I don't know, but not for me. <laughs> just just my birthday. <laughs> so, yeah. my my favorite number is uh, right next to your favorite number is eight, eight. yes <laughs> I saw you knew it <laughs> all right oh. uh, if you could compare yourself with any animal on the planet which animal would you be what is your spiritual animal <laughs> spiritual animal let me think for a second You know, as a child, you always have those answers, but at some point you stop, or I stop thinking about yeah. it. So I have to think for that's a why, second. That's why I decided to recall all these uh, cool things, mm-hmm. so that we don't lose our child, childish side. <laughs> I, I'm raccoon, for example. Raccoon. Why? Because I'm funny, I'm sweet, but I'm very clumsy, and uh, that's me. Yes. All right. That's you. That's you, actually. Yes. I also could say I'm a giraffe because I'm very tall, but uh, the rest of the qualities of the giraffe doesn't fit to me. So, <laughs> so I, I'm a raccoon rather than a giraffe. Okay. So last week I was reading about one kind of eagle that lives in the area of where was it? Like the um, it was around between Africa and the Middle East and it was uh, one of those really big uh, birds that can fly anywhere and in this specific um, I don't remember which type of eagle it was but it was some mm-hmm. kind of eagle or big 
dirt, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they put a chip on it, and they could record every flight that this animal made over the last years, and you could see that it was flying like from countries, like it was just moving around the world, and I really found that fascinating. Like I thought before that that animals used to stay around in like specific territories, mm. but this specific eagle, they, it would fly from Asia to Africa and back. Wow, fantastic. And I thought to myself, I would love to be able to do that. So wow. maybe, maybe that. <laughs> yes, that suits to you perfectly. Yes, yeah. you say you like to, to go on journeys and so on and so forth. So it could be a perfect option for you, especially in these times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It'd be> good fly. <laughs> no, no, no corona test needed, you know, just, just uh, go on just, the rooftop and... <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> I should. I will look the name again and. Maybe, nice. Maybe. You can write it down, and every time you feel not as good, you can always read this name and feel like eagle again. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. I have always some pictures of raccoons with me, <laughs> so I look at them and I'm like, okay, I'm funny, so don't be sad. It's fine. Yeah. You know, you know capybaras. Yes, capybara, capybara is my are, second spiritual animal. Yes. Capybaras are so peaceful and chill so mm. if I see you I think of a capybara so <laughs> yes it's super good that you say it because capybara is my second favorite animal so yes. I know you you see yes <laughs> so I'm kind of sometimes I'm capybara sometimes when I'm stressed I'm a raccoon and yes oh. <laughs> so <laughs> and washing something <laughs> Wash, washing all my problems away I guess <laughs> all right um probably I have one more question, some kind of similar to three previous ones. If uh, you would be a pencil in the box of crayons, which color of a pencil you would be? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I also have to think for a second. Of course. It's the same with the yes. child. Yes, interesting As a questions. child, everybody has a favorite color. And, and yeah. you make friends with people. Like, yes. which one is your favorite? Well, ah, mine too. Okay, yeah. then we Yeah, yeah right. Friends. In childhood, we even uh, had some kind of journals. So you gave it to other people to fill it in. It was very popular among ladies, girls especially, when you were giving a journal saying, hey, put there your name and your favorite color and your favorite number and so on and so forth. And everyone knew the answer right away. So now we start start to forget it, but it's actually something that can give you power. When you feel stressed or down, you can always look at your favorite color or think about your favorite animal or write down your favorite number and feel stronger that's why i'm asking so if you have it you can use it all right so as a child my favorite color was blue mm, and it fits to you yeah. because i or always yeah. see you in blue things <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> i know it so i maybe yeah. I, I still know it on a subconscious level and i still apply it yeah this, this rule of yours of you see getting yes. more power through <laughs> so yeah that's straightforward blue yeah and definitely i also can say blue yes if i think about you perfect yeah i am completely green super green and i like half of my wardrobe is just green so people know that green is my favorite color (laughs) (laughs) all right i have very interesting questions so get ready um imagine tomorrow night 
you're hosting a fantastic party and Nico tomorrow night you're allowed to invite three people it can be whoever you want it can be person from other country it can be famous person not famous person it can be person from other century whoever what three special guests will you invite if you could that i cannot invite right now like, right now i mean right. we are sitting in your back uh, <laughs> yeah right. uh, yeah hmm. spontaneously so people that i would enjoy to have a conversation with right? definitely hmm. I have a list of people actually that I I write the names of people that I would like to have a conversation with but right now I don't remember it by heart so I'm trying to remember which which people were on the list so people that I would like to have a conversation well one of them is Elon Musk mm -hmm. because it would be interesting he was very a very inspiring personality throughout my studies <laughs> and yeah, I think he he's changing the world for for good or for bad. Like, well, he has a lot of lovers, a lot of haters. Beyond the reason, the the fact that, or beyond, if you think that he's doing something good or bad or whatever, right. he is. He managed to change the world in the view that yeah. he thinks yeah. is better for humanity. Yeah. So that's that's something that I appreciate mm -hmm. and I I enjoy a lot about him and reading about yeah. him. He's thinking out of the box, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very special. Just, thinking. just doing what he thinks is the best for humanity, and mm -hmm. yeah. As I say, a lot of people don't agree with him or his methods or whatever. But mm -hmm. the fact that he is He's changing moving the world things, and yes. moving things—that's mm -hmm. very inspiring. Then, who else I would like to have a conversation with? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of a book author, he's called uh, Malcolm Gladwell. And I, he wrote my favorite book, which is called Outliers. And he's a. He likes to write books about social behaviors or social. Mm -hmm. um, how humanity functions and hidden, hidden meanings of things that people do or like. That's, I think that's not the best way to describe him. No, but there's I, a lot of things. But he <laughs> he he analyzes how different people think, mm -hmm. and there's like this book that I'm telling you about. It's about why people, why some people are successful, in, mm -hmm. regardless of what area. It could be musicians mm -hmm. or writers or mathematicians, and he analyzes why uh, or what which factors contribute to success intelligence or education or family background mm -hmm. and he, he wrote a really great book about this mm -hmm. um, this subject you know the 10,000 hour rule not it's really no it, no 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 you can comes, tell us about it it's a lot of people know it but a lot of people don't know that it comes from him he wants he was the one who said if you want to be or in order to be a master in Something. A subject, whatever it may mm -hmm. be, playing piano or yeah. being an, a lawyer, like anything. The thumb rule is that it requires 10,000 hours of work. Mm, then I know for, it. Mm -hmm. For you to mm -hmm. master that. Mm -hmm. It's actually one of the reasons I read it in the book <laughs> why the Beatles were so successful because, yeah, well, they were very, very talented and they were 
great musicians, mm-hmm. but they were not like from the beginning they were not more sp- or more special than any other pe- person from London or from mm. Liverpool. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, but what he, they had, or one of the things that they had, was that they before they were famous they had already played more than more than 10,000 hours together in small shows in Hamburg or in, mm. in England so when they were discovered they already had this huge experience and mm. they were better than everybody else right and that contributed that's one of the factors that contributed mm-hmm. to their success and yeah so that's one of the things that is on this book and I, I think he knows a lot about <laughs> how humans function. Uh, function and I would like to talk to him and have a conversation with him about about I, I think it will be an interesting and great conversation actually fantastic too. yes yeah so who else third one hmm There are a lot of people, so I don't know. Yeah, you're a big fan of Tchaikovsky, so maybe you'll be like happy to see him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a lot about him actually. Yeah, I, so I, he can tell you more. At first, he was homosexual, mm-hmm. which was surprising. Like, I didn't know that, mm. but I learned about that about him that last week. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but. Tell me about your three people. Maybe I'll get inspired once you start telling me about your three people. Or at least one of them, maybe. Yeah, I'm... uh, Very often I'm thinking it would be fantastic to meet Dalai Lama. For me. Yes. I I find uh, many of his books or quotes or stories are at the same time very wise, but also very simple to get. So it's not as complex or complicated Mm -hmm. so I really like that everyone despite of the level of education background uh, anything else experience can get his wisdoms his wise words everyone can get it so I think that's something very interesting so one of these people is Dalai Lama in my life yes yeah and two other people good question I actually had to answer the same question a couple of weeks ago um, and it was pretty challenging so I definitely feel your pain <laughs> <laughs> but it's something to think about because I, I think uh, just to know who inspires you it also something what can bring you up in challenging mm-hmm. times when you think ah if I read now about this person then probably I will get inspired again or something yes that's true yeah yeah so two other people i also cannot say right now i mean sometimes i think about Marilyn monroe okay. uh, about the actress i don't know why because i look at her since i'm a child and i was listening to her her music she was also singing not many people listen to it but it's very beautiful and i think there is much more behind this pretty pin-up uh, outlook right yeah so there is a very sensitive lady behind there is a wise lady behind um, she's also a very nice singer and so on and so forth so this one also could be one of the candidates yes all right yeah. so I didn't think about historical figures I thought it was mm. gonna be 
people that Anyone. actually could come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that, that's now, what I... now it opens the yes. realm of possibilities a yes. lot more. Yes, that's what I mentioned. So it can be anyone, anyone. Mm. Yeah. Well, Lenin, Stalin, I don't know, yeah. whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> Definitely <But> not. <laughs> maybe one of the, my favorite music artists, maybe. That would be interesting to have a conversation or to play with a musician, a historical mm. musician that I enjoyed. I, I know the first band that I really, really liked as a child, for example, we were talking about it already, the Beatles. Yes, <laughs> yes. So. Well, I know there are four of them, but yeah. it would be cool to, <laughs> if it would be possible to obviously meet them and yeah. maybe play a song with them or something, yeah. nice. or, or some other musician that inspired me, or mm. you know, I think, yeah, that would be my answer for the third nice. <laughs> person or group of person in it's this It's booked case. for any musician, musician, <laughs> yes, nice. Yeah. Cool. All right, so we are heading to the final question. All right. Um, the question is, do you feel lucky right now and why? Oh, I feel definitely, 100%, definitely, very, very, so very lucky right now. Yeah. Mm, I've always been very, very lucky, I think, throughout my whole life. I have had a lot of opportunities that most people never get a chance to have, so mm. I'm very grateful for that uh, in general and also right now, considering how the world is moving right now what's happening in the world yeah. right now and i'm very i consider myself very lucky that i am healthy yeah that my family is healthy that we have jobs right now yeah and then we can basically keep living our lives normal mm -hmm. even though a lot of people are right now having having a really really hard time in the world yeah. so so yes, in like I feel lucky in the context of what's happening right now in the world, <laughs> but also as I said in what has been my life till this moment. I, yeah. I, I had a family that supported me and all my decisions since forever. Yeah, and I have had opportunities that that nobody or a lot of people never get the chance mm. to have. So yeah, I'm definitely very Aww. lucky. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I definitely share your point of view as well. And I as well feel very lucky to have you today here with me. And I'm very lucky to have you as a friend as well. Every time smiling uh, after after hanging out, uh, walking home and smiling to the fullest. Because very, very lucky to have you. Yes. All right. Oh, wait, I, see, I wanted to say something. No? It's, it's mutual. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like you said, we have been friends for six years now, so... Thank you for your friendship as well. Like Thanks. Always, you always bring a very joyful atmosphere to the room whenever you're here. So thank you for that. And let's hope to keep being friends for many years. Definitely. Let's keep going. Yes. So we can celebrate the successes together as well. Definitely. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Nico, thanks for taking you. time in, in your very intense schedule. <laughs> always, always. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> your very fit first podcast yeah. i wish you lots of success with it thank and you most importantly lots of happiness with it oh yes so enjoy it Thanks. and i'm looking forward to listen to the next guests oh yes. are gonna be on the podcast with you <laughs> yes yeah, so guys stay tuned thanks for joining us today um thanks for listening 
thanks for uh, also giving me feedback if you have some i'm always happy to hear something from you and share uh, the content as well we are very happy if you also promote it and share with your friends and let's keep going and discover more and more fantastic people from all over the world and see how beautiful people are right right yeah looking forward really yeah <laughs> cool nice then uh hear you soon bye guys bye